After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And we are back. Back for another episode of the Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Big Country. As always, on the other end of the mic. Oh, boy. Chris. That was very, like, like 70s soft soul type. Yeah. You know, you know what's interesting is uh, uh, I'll ask Boya this question because I'm sure Chris. You're familiar with the <laughs> Chris. Glad to have you back. Man. Such um, dick. You're familiar with Black Wall Street, right? Yeah. And the, and the and the burning down of Black Wall Street. That's going to be an episode. Now I was listening to shout out Matt from the Great Deception podcast. He did a whole episode about it. Um. Uh, the Gap Band, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So Gap is an acronym. For uh, I forget the I forget the street names. I can't do it from. Oh yeah, yeah. Street names Mm -hmm. and their street names from Black Black Wall Street. Street. Yeah, and the song you dropped a bomb on me. It was about Black Wall Street burning down. Getting bombed. It was getting Mm -hmm. because they they actually dropped bombs on Black. And we're out there with our roller skates on, just fucking (laughs) jamming. Yeah, the destruction of Black Wealth. Yeah, (laughs) and I didn't. I actually did not know that. Yeah. Uh, but I was listening to that episode and he was talking about it. And I was like, I literally listened to uh, that song about 10 times because it's a great song Looking for clues. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. I was, I was like, she jumped up. Who's she? She acronym. Who is she? So, fucking Hillary Clinton. Security. <laughs> so that I think will be a future episode for sure. Cause it's super yeah. fascinating. Very interesting story. Yeah, I was uh, teasing a uh, old coworker of mine, Roman, about um, Juneteenth because mm. we he, we called and we we were talking on the phone on Father's Day, and I was like, "Hey, what are you celebrating? Like three fifths off day or whatever today is?" <laughs> and uh, he was like, "You know what? I'm not celebrating today, but I'm not going to work tomorrow." <laughs> Dude, and I was like. You're so black. And he I goes, do. yeah, I'm literally frying chicken. I'm having watermelon. <laughs> and he's not joking at and all. Drinking Got Kool-Aid. grape soda? Yeah, <laughs> grape Kool-Aid. Yeah, I fucking, I told my boss today, I was like, you know, technically, I should be at home celebrating, but instead I'm here working, so we should discuss this later. Yeah, he's a real slave. <laughs> yeah. I loved, I loved Andrew Schultz's bit about fucking Juneteenth and how, how there's not a holiday attached to it just yet but eventually no sales, there will be no sales yet no sales yet you know but eventually there will be sales except for on except for on q-tip cotton swabs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude it was so funny i think it was legit bat they posted this picture of uh, i oh i sent it to you guys mm-hmm. the one with the the jewish guy and he yeah. has like a walkie talking he's like Put the black day on the Father's Day in the gay month. <laughs> and they were like, timing is everything. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Just wait. Uh, Juneteenth yeah. is going to be like Toyota's new hot deals for Juneteenth. 
Any black SUVs. Yeah, yeah. Half off, half off, half off. All black forerunners. Yeah, right. 25%. Wish I'd have got no, a discount on my black expedition. Should have it'll be uh, it'll be priced uh fourteen thousand dollars for you know the 14th amendment or whatever. Fourteen thousand dollars off. Yeah, if you can prove your lineage or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like it's funny to me, right? Because California's trying to pass like a reparations <laughs> bill, right? And they're like, for all descendants of of slaves, and I'm like, okay, I'm not sure if they understand how this works because it wasn't like there was like a paper trail, you know right. what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> like, oh, here's my uh great grandma's slave paperwork, right? Who's gonna yeah. pay for that? Here's my slave receipt. They're taking it out. Is that why the gas prices have gone up so much? Fuck, dude. Who knows? What's gas in California right now? Um, it depends. I paid six twenty nine last night. Costco's like right down the street from where I live. It's six fifty. Is the at, or, the, at the res? Uh, no, station? the the res is uh, six twenty eight. Okay. Um, the mobile that's close oh, to me is like six seventy, six eighty. They have a guy yeah. waiting by the pump just to spit in your asshole <laughs> before you start pumping gas, which is convenient, but it still doesn't feel good. You know, it helps, but it's you know doesn't. I got excited when I paid six twenty nine. I was like, oh, Oh, dude, that's that's pretty cheap. When I see a spot that's like five ninety nine, I'm like, oh shit, sub six dollars, fucking let's go. (laughs) It's insane. I heard San Francisco is like eight bucks. Oh, there's a place just I think south of San Jose that's uh, closing in on ten dollars a gallon. Yeah. Well, Hawaii hit ten. Hawaii hit ten. Well, Hawaii's always been expensive. When we went on our honeymoon way back in two thousand and ten, we were paying close to five dollars a gallon for gas in Hawaii. Damn. Yeah. I was like, dude, fuck you guys. Lord. I'm eating. What's the cheapest you guys ever paid for gas? Like two twenty something. Uh, it was a dollar sixteen out here during the height of COVID. Ninety-seven cents is the cheapest I ever paid. How old are you? Can you put gas in a buggy though? Because a horse drinks water. <laughs> Real cocksucker. <laughs> 97. So what year was that? It's uh, 99, I think. 99. Where was it? Up in LA. Up in LA? It was mm-hmm. 97 cents? Was it like... Was it like after the riots? Like inland? It was, it, it was because we were at a... I was doing a track Okay. Because I was going to say like coast, I feel like it would still be more expensive. I was, I was under Man. a buck. I remember because I filled up my car and i was like holy You're shit like la county yeah okay. la county was this oh, during like sense. the red scare <laughs> you know like go based on your license plate was when you could go fill up nope 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 <laughs> oh dude just getting there wait wait till fucking fourth of july when everybody's going to buy meat and shit for barbecues and everyone's filling up their tanks to go somewhere that's when it all comes crashing down uh yeah man it's um one thing I wanted to talk about before we get into tonight's show, and I don't, maybe I, maybe I'm misplacing this aggression, but by the time you hear this episode, it'll be hopefully fucking old news. We all saw this dumbass motherfucking Biden tip over on a goddamn bike. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's funny. It's hilarious. It was funny. But it was funny the first time, not like the 700 other times that day I saw it. And the problem with it is depends on the edit. 
It dude, the <laughs> editing was phenomenal. Dude, the one with Debo, that dude, was the Debo. Classic. Yeah, right. Did you see that one? I didn't see that one. <laughs> All right, let me break that. Yeah, so it's the Debo scene where he knocks Red out for his bike, right? Yeah. So you see, like, they're like, "Oh shit, there go Red," and then they look back, and it's Biden, and then fucking Debo gets up, starts walking over. He's like. This is my bike punk, and you see him fucking hit the uppercut, and then Biden tips over, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, that's probably one of the better ones that I've seen, um, or yeah. the Joe Rogan one, <laughs> where he's <laughs> laying down in the octagon yeah. with the mic. <laughs> uh, you know, but it's it was it was almost like back to the Will Smith slap, mm-hmm. and then like all the Republican pages out there, like just look at Hollywood, just just eating themselves alive. Yeah, you know, just, this will never shit. happen. It's the same thing when like no one, like we know Biden is fucking dumb. We know that he's he's a retard. He's a pile of shit. He's not in charge of anything. We already know that. Him falling off a bike doesn't <laughs> like no one's changing their mind. Like yeah, like they were convinced <laughs> with Biden, and now they're like, wait, he fell off a bike and he's leading the country? Whoa, what are we doing here, guys? Like, Dude, the guy's falling downstairs how many times and people are still like, no, he's our guy. Like, I just, what I don't understand is like, there's got to be someone in charge of like the press and his times he goes out in public. They're like, oh yeah, it'll be a great idea to throw this fucking idiot on a, a bike. Yeah, who put him on a bike? Like Come they, they could have just had him go on a walk. I think they're trying to off him. well dude from that type of fall old people fucking die from that stuff yeah and maybe they were like all right here's our chance just fucking tip them over right kamala's like just let him go the wind will blow him over take his training wheels off he'll never know (laughs) well well and and then during the height of all that everyone was like did you guys see this video and then in new york um the uh, mayor or or governor whoever fucking is out there that bitch uh yeah, that bitch. She's a mayor, right? She mayor. She's a governor. She's a governor. The mayor's the black guy who's like, I love Biden. Yeah. Uh, the governor was talking <laughs> We're about. All He's right. Yeah. <laughs> what did? Uh, God damn it! What did? What did they just pass? Um. It's it had something to do with guns. But it was, oh, it was for social media that social social media now has the obligation to report anybody posting about guns uh you post you know you take a picture with your gun whatever to report their whereabouts and and where they are i'm fairly certain that's what it was like a red flag law but for social media pretty much yeah in that state but and then what well, you know what I mean? Like, like it's not like I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying like you're an idiot or anything. I'm just saying like, but and then like what happens? Like if they'll I was waste, supposed to they'll waste law enforcement's time to go and have to make contact with them instead of like, going out and doing the job. You, like, and then they'll they'll get arrested and then they'll release them the same hour because the bail system out there is fucked. Well, that's like, I think that's the same like thing. if someone was like, Oh, check out my new gun, and they're like the cops show up. Did you post a picture of your gun? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need to speak to you. Uh, no. How about that? Yeah. How about no? <laughs> How about no? I think it's uh, very, uh, but it's along the same lines, I think, uh, of more, you know, 
distract you over here. We're going to do some shit over here. Yeah. But at the same time, like you said, what does it really matter? You know, back to the the Biden giving away the uh, sovereignty of the United States to the World Health Organization. Okay. Until somebody from the WHO knocks on my door with a syringe, it doesn't yeah. fucking affect. Like, you can't give my sovereignty away. It doesn't work like yeah. that. Well, but that's that's what I think is funny about all of these like red flag laws, this and that, whatever, whatever, right? Okay, I, the whole idea for I I get the initial understanding of what this law is for, right? But they don't understand that it's a double edged sword, right? Like. If someone pisses you off, like say me and you got into it, all right, and I go, I hate you. All right, motherfucker. All right, and then I come over here and I call the at the the fucking uh, the guys that come in your house and shoot your dog. What are they called? Um, ATF. ATF. <laughs> if I call the ATF and I'm I know like, exactly who you're talking when you said dog getting <laughs> shot. Oh, ATF. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, hey, you know this guy, uh, Chris over here. He fucking he he said all these crazy things, and then you can make shit up too. Like I could I could say, oh, Chris, Chris said he's gonna come to my house in the middle of the night, kick my door in, and shoot all my family with his guns, all of his guns, and I feel unsafe. And then now they have to come to your house and fucking beat your door down. And take your guns, admit you to some fucking hospital somewhere, and you know what I mean. Like they need to make it like a a thirty year sentence for false accusations. They should exactly. Minimum. They should because Minimum. because it's really easy. I mean, we see it all the time. Like when when there's false like sexual harassment or rape claims against people, the whoever is accused, their life is completely ruined. Even if. Years later, they come back and say, uh, hey, I made that shit up. Damage is already done. Johnny Depp. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't matter if if you didn't say anything. And for some reason, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck Chris today. And I call the ATF. Your life, your career, everything is done. Right. Yeah. Just because I got mad. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. fucking terrible. Like mm -hmm. the red flag laws are. I understand the base sentiment. That if someone is mentally unwell, they should not have their firearms readily available for them. Sure. But, like, how can you... Conf now, if the cops come beating on my door and I didn't do shit, yeah, I'm going to be a little upset when I open the fucking door, right? <laughs> so, but that can be something they're like, oh, he's aggressive. He's aggressive. You know what I mean? So, it's, well, and then, it's a and fucking then you, mess. And then you, you, you can even add into, you know let's just say there was a case like that and then you had something like a no-knock warrant i'm mm. just assuming someone's fucking breaking down my door yeah and i'm gonna run i'm gonna go get my gun i'm running yeah, to go exactly. get my gun. i don't know what's going on yeah right you know something like that now you've got police in danger you've got civilians in danger and uh it, it kind of makes a, a sticky wicket i watched something on netflix and they were showing this internet stuff about these different cases that they were working and it was this one guy that was like swatting all these people mm. and he was arrested for swatting people he spent a couple of years in jail got out of jail and him and this other guy had like a dollar 50 bet on a call of duty game and they lost because the other guy screwed up or something and they were talking shit to each other and and uh, he's like, fuck you. You know who I am. You're going to get swatted. And he's like, oh, well, here's my fucking address. Fuck you. You're not going to do anything. Um, you already went to jail or whatever. Yada, yada, yada. And then the guy swatted that fucking address. And oh it, it was God. the wrong address. 
and someone got shot and killed. He ended up doing 20 years to life. God, dude. Dumb shit. Dumb Dumb shit, dude. Dude, all All you do is hit next match. Yeah. Report. Next match. Report yeah. next match. <laughs> you, know, you know how many times I report someone that I suspect is cheating? Oh, oh man. Uh, I'm no, sure Activision's I, like, oh, it's this guy again. I played I played a little bit yesterday before we left to the fair. And the, the hardcore fucking cheater, dude. Like, literally, I would watch the kill camp. Because the first, like, three times, the same person killed me. I'm like, fuck, man. How do they see me? Like, I'm literally just peeking around. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, this is bullshit. So I watched the kill cam, kill cam because they were my nemesis. They killed me like 16 times. I got them like three, right? Yeah. And they would be tracking on the wall. And then I would come like to a break in the wall and then they would shoot. And I'm like, motherfucker, dude. They're fucking I don't even know how. Did I, I'm so sorry at this game. I don't even know how people cheat. No, you, you, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go through some shit to cheat. Like you have to. You have to. Yeah, there's no. It's not like oh, I fucking put this code in. Like yeah, so we have to do some shit to cheat. From what I, to my understanding about it, and if there's anybody that is listening to our show that plays games, it would yeah. If you're a fucking cheater, fill us in. (laughs) How well? I don't know how you can do it on console. If you're playing on computer, which we play cross platform a lot, I always have it turned on Mm because some of the guys I play with have Xbox, right? So like, boy, you have Xbox. Yeah. Hell yeah. So if you play on computer, there's a program that you can just install that turns on wall hacks, auto aim, all this shit. And it's not illegal to do. No, it makes you a piece of shit. Well, but if they, if they catch you, because there's been a lot, there's been a lot of, um, there's been a lot of like, Hey, there's been a lot of like, hey, I'm just trying to play Call of Duty, and they keep fucking cheating, and it's not any fun. I'm just coming home from work. I want to play a few matches, be competitive, and then fucking that's it, right? Right, right. Well, so they've had people, <clears throat> enough people complain to where they're doing like a lot of anti-cheat stuff, mostly for Warzone, but there's a computer program on their end yeah. that will fucking track you hacking, and they will boot you and ban your ip so you yeah. gotta get a new you can't use the same account yeah you, you have, have to, to get, get a new computer new computer new xbox whatever right yeah, yeah. so and I, I do know that there was a tournament for super mario smash on the wii i think it was and there was a guy who built this fucking program um, and I, I forget the exact function of it. It's way smarter than I am, so I'm not even going to try. But essentially, it would take the base player in Smash Brothers, right? The weakest player. And it would up their level to surpass whatever character they were uh, playing against. Uh-huh. And he managed to sneak this onto a little SD card and install it onto the console that they were playing on at this tournament. And he was smashing everybody with like a Pikachu, right? And everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, is this guy really that good at it? Which there are cases where people get like trash characters and they fucking make their way through the tournament, but they right. like almost always never win. Right. Uh, and they fucking caught him doing that. So I'm sure there's probably something that you could do on PS5 or Xbox or whatever where you there's, just yeah put in a little memory stick and now you're fucked. Yeah. Like some sometimes I was playing the other night and this dude had 92 kills see with like an uzi and i was like 
What? Yeah. Yeah, like they got my a best... fucking diamond Uzi, and you're like, come on. Yeah. Well, and and like my best rounds, I haven't, I don't think I've scored over 75. No, not in and, not in, if you're playing bots, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't scored over 75. It's only happened twice. Yeah. Like from the time I've gotten Cold War till now, it's only happened twice. And I still had like 42 deaths. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I wasn't like 74 and one. Yeah, it's come on. What are we doing here? Yeah, guys? I've even played a couple times where dudes will end up with the fucking tactical nuke, right? Yeah. But you look at their kill death and it's like, OK, this guy still has like 12 deaths, even though he has fucking 60 some odd kills. You know what I mean? He has yeah. zero objectives <laughs> or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and I think that's part of it, too. Like real, real uh, guys that cheat. I think get wrapped up too much in the kills yeah. and good cheaters will be like, I have to die. Yeah. Like I have to keep dying or they're going to know that I'm cheating. Yeah. You know, I've only seen, I've only seen it happen once, maybe twice where I've reported somebody Mm -hmm. for, for sure. Wall hacking. Yeah. And it kicked them out of the game. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've seen it happen. One, I think I know for sure. I know it happened one time because he was in the lobby. This dude was like, not aiming just shooting and yeah. he's killing people from across the map like going through every wall and i'm like this guy's fucking cheating oh yeah so i reported him and then he wasn't in the lobby anymore but shit is no fun dude it's just not fun it's you know video games should be fun and there should be competitive and has nothing to do with tonight's topic but you know we always go a little <laughs> off the wall when we start getting into it to get a little a little warmed up get a little little fire under our butts loose Okay. Um, (laughs) Well, tonight's topic is going to be a kind of a fun one, a little different topic. We've had a lot of guests lined up for everybody in the near the the month leading up to this. And then, of course, after this as well, some more guests for you guys talking about common law and birth certificates, straw man, stuff like that. Very interesting. So we wanted to have some fun tonight. And tonight's topic, we're going to be talking about the Mitchell Hedges crystal skull. Uh, very interesting topic. This was actually brought to my attention by the Mad Hatter a few months back, and uh, we put it on the docket to do an episode about. Um, the skull itself has a bunch of different names. Uh, some sound a little bit more sinister than others. <laughs> um, but I will. what I'll do right now is go ahead and show a picture on screen if you're watching. It's fucking um, a beautiful skull. Dude. It's dope as shit. Yeah, it's, I, it's I really love- cool. I love like skulls like that, especially like Dia de la Muerto skulls. Like I have a yeah. bunch that I've painted and stuff, and I would love to have fucking something like that. Yeah. So what's really interesting about this one, uh, you know, of course, doing the research, and we'll get into it a little bit later too. But uh, so this is all uh, quartz crystal, and it's in two pieces. So you have the the top of the skull, upper mandible, but the lower jaw is a separate piece. Yeah. So essentially, the skull can open. And the jaw, it's not attached, but the jaw will stay where it's at. Uh, so it's, it's pretty remarkable. Very beautiful piece. Yeah. Um, and it has a very interesting background. I have my own take on it. Of course, we'll get to that at the very end. Mm-hmm. But, uh, boy, what did you what did you think about when we, when we jumped into this one? Well, you know, I've heard the story of the 13 skulls and this and that. And the first thing I thought of was Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, right. which essentially the guy that found, well, the guy whose daughter found this skull is kind of loosely based off of, um, or Indiana Jones is loosely based off of this guy. Um, so I thought it was interesting, first of all, 
that they kind of went back to that when they did the movie. Yeah. And they were looking for the crystal skull and shit like that. But um, from what I knew prior to, it was extremely interesting because we know that quartz holds a lot of information, mm-hmm. a lot of data, a lot of fucking data, a especially lot. something that is 11 pounds of solid quartz. Um, and I've seen this one quite a few times. I think it's the most famous because it is two pieces. And, uh, there's, there's other ones that look a little different. Some of them have designs carved into them. There's one that has like dolphins on the side of its head and things like that. Um, but the first question I had was how the fuck did they make that? Right. And it never gets answered. (laughs) <laughs> so it's it's pure speculation of how the how the skull was made yeah. uh i've heard stories that atlanteans made it mm-hmm. um that the aztecs made it you could go all the way back to the anunnaki yeah uh yeah, there's the reports of uh there's like you know eight different alien races extraterrestrials this came from one of them yeah one of the um, one of the most frustrating i think is because the skull, there's a similar skull that's in the British Museum, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, the British are like, no, 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 no. That skull, the skull of doom, right? Or now is the skull of love, the Mitchell Hedges skull. It's most definitely a copy of ours because ours is the best. And it's most definitely originated in Europe. And it's like, mm, okay. Because I, I found this article and it was all basically about like, nope, fake, garbage, right. yeah, you know, and it wasn't the only article like that, but I thought it was weird how like the British Museum's like, ours is the best and that one is European. And it's like, well, most people are saying it's not European, so. Right. Uh, boy, real quick, push push Chris's mic just kind of a, a little bit away from you. I think it's oh, picking oh, up a little bit. Unplug it. There you go. Uh, yeah, it's what's really interesting. And uh, what was really impressive about it, though, is as you start going through the history of the tests that have been done on this particular skull, it's very impressive what they found. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, ran across numerous articles that were talking about the fact that, excuse me, that this uh, skull, yeah, it's fake. It's it, it was fabricated. It's not real. Um, it, it can be easily be done in a lab, mm. all these different things. Now, the trouble with that is the Hewlett Packard test that came out. Yeah. Now, if, if you're, if you're younger than us, you have no idea what Hewlett Packard is. Just HP. That's what HP stands what for. HP is. And, uh, <laughs> it didn't used to just be called HP. It was known by as Hewlett Packard. I think that was yeah. actually one of our first fucking computers in our house. Mm-hmm. Um, but they ran some tests on it. Yeah. And they found that not only is the skull a one-to-one replica of a human skull, a female skull, uh, they, they estimated a, a woman's skull between the ages of 25 to 29. Just based that, on the size. Based on the size, right? Yeah. Uh, as far as maturity of, of a woman's body. Right. That either it is a skull because of how perfect it was. mm or it's a replica of a school, but if it's a replica of a school, how do they get it so perfect? Yeah. And when they're doing these tests, they found out that there are no tool marks. No. See, and that, <clears throat> that was one of the things, 
because when I was reading the article about, oh, it's fake and gay, right? And I'm like, hold on, because we can fucking zoom in with an electron microscope as deep as we want, and we will see, even if it's sandpaper, right? You're going to see some sort of mark on there. Right. But just to get that skull in the shape that it needs to be would be impossible. Uh, it would it would be like it would be like you trying to carve a hole in the middle of a window like freehand right and yep. that motherfucker is gonna break and mm-hmm. this skull should have shattered completely because right. there everything is against the grain mm-hmm. and the even the finest details like the like the cuts in between the teeth and then there were some people who were saying that the jaw was separated at a different time which i don't buy because no, 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 you would no. still be able to find tool marks on that um I or think a splinter or a break or yeah i like like you'd said earlier you know it's a one-to-one replica so if it's a one-to-one replica then that means that the jaw is detachable just as humans a uh, human's jaw is once it's a skull right so <clears throat> for them to Say, oh, it's lab grown, which they've tried. Apparently, they've tried to grow quartz in a lab in the shape of a skull. Yeah. And they can never get it to that size. Right. No matter and, how hard they try. Uh, I know there there was talk about it being uh, uh, composed in Germany because Germany is actually very good with making working with quartz and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. the one thing before we get into even more about the skull is I, I don't think a lot of people understand like how useful and powerful crystals actually are this is not fucking woo woo stuff this is legitimate that like lcd mm-hmm. is liquid crystal display yeah you, like if you have an lcd screen in your house those are just crystals the uh, a lot of hard drives are composed of just crystals so you have a rock essentially yeah it has the ability to obtain and store information mm-hmm. the size of the skull uh, I do have its dimensions here, uh, about uh, four inches, uh, four inches wide, five and three sixteenth inches high, uh, eleven pounds seven ounces, uh, hardness of seven on the Mohs scale. Mm-hmm. So, imagine how much information could be stored in this crystal itself. And there's an interesting theory that you know, let's just say it came from. 2000 years ago, let's just say 2000 years yeah. ago. Uh, perhaps these ancient civilizations that had way advanced technology than we do mm-hmm. knew that if I wanted something to be uh, stored for a long amount of time, whether that be information about our civilization or continuing our civilization, if something were to ever happen, I can't just write it on a piece of paper. Yeah. Or it's not, like it's a not sustainable. Yeah. It's not sustainable. And the amount of storage that could go into it, somehow they knew about it then. Yeah. But real quick, back to the Hewlett-Packard tests. So this is what it, what it comes down to, is that they determined that... Okay, so... But you have to understand about the way that crystals are developed, right? They are made naturally, but... And you can lab them, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. But in order to get a crystal to do this, you essentially can't do it like on a desk. No. Because you have accesses, right? Yeah. You have a three-dimensional access. Yep. So that means it could be a little lopsided. 
right? But maybe like what you're looking at it directly uh, on, right? You're looking directly at it 12 to 6. What you think is 12 to 6 might be, you know, 11.55 and, you know, 5.29. Just barely off. Mm -hmm. But it's off and you could measure it. This is not off at all. No. And they're quoted here saying that um, how hard is it to really carve a life-size crystal skull off axis? They're postulating that essentially it was built with no gravity involved. Gravity, that's yeah. Well, but so, so I have floating. Yeah, which I have a theory about that. I, I think this was made underwater. Mm-hmm. And... It makes the most sense because obviously we're not fucking heading out to space to fucking carve skulls or do much of anything else, right? So if this was from Atlantis or from the Mayan or whatever, right? Even the Aztecs, like there there are plenty, especially in uh, Mexico and South America, there are plenty of hidden cities, lost cities, with those types of stories of advanced uh, knowledge and and things like that, right? So if it was carved anywhere, it would have to be in water. Right. That and, makes sense. Yeah. And uh, the other thing is, is they, they know for a fact that that jaw wasn't carved out of a separate piece. And, and it's easy to understand why, right? So when you look at the quartz, you can see the grain, you can see the patterns inside of it, just like you would if you were to have a slab of granite on your countertop. And then you have uh, another slab from that same piece of granite on an island, right? And it has veins of certain colors or whatever, certain patterns. You could tell it's from the same stone because those patterns continue on to the other piece. So that's how they tell you, okay, the jaw is actually from the same piece of quartz as the rest of the skull, which is completely fucking impressive, right? Because you right. would think they'd be like, dude, you go carve the jaw. I'm going to carve this, and we'll see you later, right? Uh, I, I, It's regardless of – because they, they, they even tell you – there's plenty of stories they'll tell you we don't know how old this skull is because mm -hmm. they know carbon dating is not exact. It's way the fuck off a lot of the time. So for them to say – it's, you know, a million years old or it's fucking 200 years old. Like, it's irrelevant. They just fucking forget about the age. Because even if it was carved yesterday, how the fuck did they do it? Right. Yeah. With with the Hewlett-Packard, too, they were saying that because there are no visible tool marks, in order to um, accomplish something like that, let's just say it was made with tools. Yeah. It would take 300 years of 24-7 non-stop polishing yeah. in order to eliminate tool marks. Now, that would just be on the exterior of the mm -hmm. skull. That's not to mention any uh, tool marks that would be inside of the skull because there's also things inside the skull yeah. Yeah. that literally don't make any sense. I, uh, apparently, in the eye sockets, there's prisms. Yeah. So if you were to shine a light let's just say on the back of the skull, the prisms in the eye socket will reflect all of the light that goes into the skull. It doesn't matter what direction you put the light in. Mm -hmm. It refracts all the light on this prism and then shoots them out of these little tiny holes yeah. in the sockets to like kind of like laser beam focus yeah. almost. Yeah, like a projector almost. Yeah, it's insane. 
And I yeah. don't know of anybody out there in the scientific community. Well, I think I do know why, but that would be willing to bet, let's just say, their career that they can prove without a doubt that it was made either in a lab or with tools. Yeah. I think by admitting that that it came from somewhere else is willing to uh, admit that they're wrong about ancient civilization and mm. ancient history. It's the same reason that they have an issue with Graham Hancock when he came out with uh, fingerprints of the gods. Yeah. And they're saying like, oh, no, the, the, the pyramids were built this way and they're this old. But then they found, uh, what is it, um, Obekle Teple, mm-hmm. uh, that pyramid structure. And then the Sphinx is older yeah. than the pyramids, but then there's water erosion. So it, it throws a wrench in the official t- the timeline. Yeah. And I think it's unfortunate that I think the Crystal Skull is not looked at more, talked about more. in that. Yeah, I think it's on purpose. Sure, sure. Yeah. But yeah. the like you said, so there was another test HP did where they put it in a certain liquid solution and um, they viewed it with um, they viewed it under polarization. Right. Because if you if anybody's ever wore like polarized sunglasses and you look out of a window, you can see like where the window is like kind of bent and it's a little imperfect or like you look in water and it looks weird. Right. So you can see a lot of imperfections with a polarized lens. So they put it underwater. They looked at it with a polarized lens, and there is not a perfection imperfection to be found anywhere. Yeah, which they said is fucking in, insane. Oh, it, practically impossible. If you were to blow a glass bulb, right, and it's perfect, hundred and or three hundred and sixty degrees around, you'd look at it underwater with lenses. It's not going to be perfect. It yep. looked perfect to the naked eye, but it's not going to be perfect once you have, you know, different ways of looking at it. Even with, the, like I said, the electron microscopes are not showing any tool marks. Everything is completely polished. So, I mean, yeah, who knows? Maybe there was someone that had the time to fucking polish it for, say, 500 years to get all the fine marks. Who the fuck has that time? And right. why did they do it? You right. Know what I mean? Well, this is a direct quote from uh, the one of the Hewlett Packard studies, and then Chris will let you jump in here. The technicians at Hewlett Packard place a skull into benzyl alcohol, which has yeah. the same refraction index at core as quartz crystal. This means that the skull would almost disappear when placed in the solution, which is trippy to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, by passing polarized light through the skull and rotating it, it would be possible to locate the axis and observe twinning. Twinning is splitting or the direction of crystal growth, which can occur under strong impact and in parentheses and how happen and can happen to a single crystal or to separate ones, which can twin and grow together had been observed by noticeably darker stress marks on the Mitchell Hedges skull around the eyes, nose and jaw area. Hewlett Packard technicians reported that the Mitchell Hedges skull, including its separated jaw bone was quote, almost certainly a single crystal of quartz rather than a composite of three quartz end quote yeah um also so remember i was telling you about the the british museum's crystal skull they compared it because they wrote that hillard packard used to have a magazine back in the 70s and and a little bit later than that um Mm -hmm. called measure magazine 
Well, they published an article after they did the studies in 1971 um, describing everything we just described, but way smarter sounding. And they, uh, they said that the British, so there's a, there's a crystal skull in the British Museum. That skull was found in Mexico in 1889. And everyone said this is the most flawless piece of crystal we've ever seen. Hewlett Packard had also done a kind of a, a rough inspection of that skull to compare it. And they said that that skull, even though to the human eye, it looks fucking amazing. It's a rough cut in comparison to the Mitchell Hedges skull, mm -hmm. which is saying some shit. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. What's remarkable about it too is, and these are some stories, I don't know if I've been able to validate them necessarily, then it could just be some internet lore around it, but they have said that the Mitchell Hedges school can uh, do different things when placed in different solutions. Hmm. Depending on the solution, it could boil it. Um, the, if you were to put it in, uh, I think it's like, um, what's that li like liquid shit that uh, kind of looks like melted iron? Uh, I forget the name of it. Um, gallium? No, it's uh, mercury. Mercury, yeah, liquid liquid mercury. If you put it in like liquid mercury, like sounds start coming out of it, and all kinds of this wild shit. Now I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. I mean, even if you look at Mitchell Hedges himself, his story almost seems like silly because I guess yeah. like he used to ride with Pancho Villa, yeah. and then he worked as a spy for the British government, and then he was like, "I'm gonna be Indiana Jones now," and just yeah, started looking just for hidden shit. Indiana. Well, he's not even the one that found it. His daughter allegedly found it. She's his adopted daughter too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. So she used to roll with him to like all these adventures and shit, which is super cool, right? Yeah. Well, also bad father, like terrible. CPS idea. would be all over you. Are yeah. you kidding me? But as a kid, you're like, fuck yeah, we're in the middle of the jungle. You know, you're like going on full blown expeditions with your dad, right? So they get to this fucking cave in what what then was called British Honduran, and. They go in and they've been there for like a day or two, right? And they go in this cave and they're searching for shit. The cave had already been ruined by all kinds of natural disasters, earthquakes and shit like that. They go back in the following day and she said she sees like this glittering thing. And it was on some sort of podium or altar or something. Well, they couldn't get to it. It would, they could see it, but it was just out of reach. So they had to break away some of the stone and shit like that to get to it. And then they got to it, and it was just the, the skull. The mandible was missing. Which, first of all, it's amazing that this fucking skull wasn't crushed. You know what I mean? Or scratched or anything like that. Which raises some suspicion, obviously, right? Like, if they're like, check out this. Like, if this thing was in, you know, the fucking, let's say, the... Kansas City or Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah. And you found a perfectly okay glass. The mug sitting is on intact. a table. Yeah. And people would be like, no, you didn't find that there. Yeah. So it's obviously a little bit suspicious the way they found it. And then all of a sudden you find the jaw some ways, you know, throughout the cave uh, a, a little while later. And it's completely, now you're talking about a smaller piece of crystal that is completely untouched. And now you're like, look what we found in this ruined cave, a perfectly okay glass skull. 
And of course, it's going to raise some suspicion. So I understand why there are people who are like, well, we got to see. But then you send it to the one place who's probably the most capable at the time to research this and, you know, look as close as they can to debunk it. Because I can guarantee you if they could, the guys at HP would be like, yeah, this is a fucking lie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this, you guys won this from a carnival or something. And fucking they said the opposite. So, yeah, the story sounds weird. But it has checked out so far. To the best of the technology. To the best at, of the, yeah. yeah. The technology at the time, right? Chris, what do you think about it when you started looking into it? Uh, you know. The skeptic here, the skeptic. I'm always the skeptic. And that's my biggest problem, I guess, is, you know, looking at the time frame of when, when this was found, what, is, what kind of technology would they have to be able to create something like this, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I am getting hung up because I just don't feel like at the time for something to be so perfect and look just amazing, um, what could at that time make something like that? You know, right. we're, we're in the middle of on Honduras, the jungle. I mean, right? Yeah. Where the, where the fuck are these guys going to make this and how they're going to make it with their, their chisels and, and whatnot? But I, exactly. I don't know. It, so, it seems out of this world so to I, me. So I, I do have some stuff from the from the article that I was reading about that was basically saying it was fake. Yeah. And it'll run down kind of why they think it was fake. And it kind of goes into the, the glass skull that's at the British Museum that they're so fucking proud of, right? Um, so let's see. Uh, the core skull is modern. Uh, like every rock crystal skull, it has been examined so far. I believe that this can rightly be called as fake since it is almost surely an improved version of the British Museum skull, making it a copy of an invented artifact. Now, they say it's an invented artifact based on this. The British Museum crystal skull first appeared in 1881 in Eugene Bobin's Paris shop. He had like a little fucking boutique or whatever. He later exhibited it uh, and attempted to sell it in Mexico City in 1885 as an Aztec skull. The skull was denounced by a Mexican museum creator as fake, which caused Bobin's move to move his business to New York City, where he successfully sold it at auction to Tiffany & Co. Uh, the British Museum purchased it in 1898 and exhibited it from that point on. So judging by the date of the Mitchell Hedges skull, when it first appeared, along with the evidence provided by the SEM study, uh, it is reasonable to suspect, suspect that it was carved in Europe, which doesn't make it. Like, I don't know how they get that. Right, because you they don't you first of all you can't tell that it's been carved at all, but for some reason I, this is probably somebody that works as a curator at the British Museum. It's like no yeah. fuck that our our skull's dope. You know ours I mean? is better. Yeah. Well, and but not just to hold that real quick. Uh, I think it's reasonable to note too that uh, without a doubt museums do dirty shit all the time. Yeah, like especially the the Museum of Natural History, just mm -hmm. to stick to timelines, just to stick to narratives, yeah, to have the control to push ag agendas of whatever it may be, right? Like if you found evidence, let's just say, of um, a creator, yeah, actual physical tangible evidence, and the museum had possession of that, would it be in their best interest to hide something like that? 
or exactly. hide an advanced technology that does not fit into their timeline of, you know, tadpole, dumb guy, Neanderthal, monkey man, human. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, what's even more strange than that is the fact that they they know that the skull they have is not a true artifact, but they still have it on display. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what's like, the point? Yeah. So why are you saying this skull is better when we know that it wasn't created by tools? Or they took an extremely long amount of time to polish it to remove all the tool marks. Mm-hmm. Either way, why would you? You know what I mean? Um, right, right. So he sells it to Tiffany and Co. Says, judging by the date that the skull appeared, along with evidence from SEM study, uh, it appears that it was copied from the British Museum skull sometime between 1900 and 1930, with the most probable date being the latter. We do not know who created it or who sold it to Bernie. Bernie's one of the other owners throughout time of the Mitchell Hedges crystal skull. Uh, Bobin has been dead for more than two decades by 1933. So he cannot incomplete in, he cannot implicate with it. Sydney Burney finally sold the skull to uh, Southby's London auction to Mitchell Hedges in October 15th, 1943. So he says that's how Mitchell ended up getting it. Um, they say that his daughter has like, so they asked her, when did, you, when did you find it? She says between 1923 and 1924, nobody can really pinpoint when uh, because she can't decide if she was 16 or 17. Now, mind you, they're saying they took ownership of this in 43. So if this is 1920s and she's supposed to be 16, she's an older, decades have passed now, right? So you're like, well, how old were you? 16 or 17? Okay. Right. Um, now, it would sound a lot more weird if she's like, I was 17, the date was this, this, and this. You know what I mean? Unless, Unless she had it in a journal. Yeah. 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 Right. But they're like, well, her clearly it's a fake because her story is inaccurate. The dates are never the same. And I'm like, dude, it's, you're, it, it's 20 years past. And I mean, I write reports and I have to review them before I go to court case. And it's less than three months old, five months old. Cause yeah. I, there's so many other things that you're doing in that time. Exactly. And I'm sure it probably was logged in a journal somewhere Yeah, right. that probably belonged to her dad or someone else on the exhibition. Right. And they would know those things, but for them to be like, well, inconsistent dates and times and locations and this and that. And it's not good enough for me. No. And, they, and, but who gives a shit how they got it or where yeah. they got it from? What the fuck is it? Yeah. Is, is, Explain is it. The, big, the bigger question. You're saying it's a fake. So show us how it's a fake and how was it made? How was it made? Just because you're saying, oh, it was a copy of this one. Well, how do they do that? How right. do they make it so perfect? How is it, you know, just one piece of quartz that is fucking amazing? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's just the remarkable thing is that, it, you know, the whole skull itself, but even, you know, you get down to the intricacies of the socket size, the nose, the teeth, the detachable jaw. It's all from one piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the prisms inside the eye sockets. I don't give a shit if fucking Willy Wonka pooped it out. Yeah. I don't care where it came from. I just want to know what is it exactly? You know, that yeah. that's the bigger question. Yeah, this is, dude, even if they bought this at a fucking swap meet, right? Like, it still doesn't answer any questions. Right. They, they can say her story is inconsistent all they want. Sure, maybe she is lying. Maybe they're all fucking lying. 
Maybe they didn't find it anywhere in a fucking Mayan temple or anything. Right. Maybe they never even went to Honduras. But for for them to be like, it's definitely a fake. Like, no, motherfucker, nobody's faking anything of this quality. Right. You know well, and mean? then and then you have tests that were being done by Hewlett Packard. Yeah. And they're like, uh, here's here's a, here is one quote from from Hewlett Packard that said this. Um, uh, this there is a much quoted line often found in crystal skull articles that are attributed to the crystallographer. I didn't even know that was a word working at Hewlett Packard Packard uh, mentioned the damn thing shouldn't even be. Yeah, that's yeah, a quote. It should, not, it should not exist. And that's just based on what we know physically, like when you're carving anything, right? Mm-hmm. When you're fucking carving anything. So there could have been like one wrong move. You're going to get a nick. You're, this thing could shatter. Something's going to break. Maybe they have to fucking carve it down because they got the shape wrong. You know what I mean? None right. of that happened. One to one scale. Yeah, that's it. Like one to one scale. Well, now let's go back, guys. Do you remember the very first episode that we did about the mud flood when we were first introduced to it? Yeah. Um, and we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, heavy. And uh, I told you guys I read that book about it, and there was tests that were done on some of uh da vinci's paintings mm-hmm. that they were suggesting that his brush stroke was so light there was no indentation in the paint yeah from the brush it was yeah. almost like a laser made it like a laser mm-hmm. printer like made a printer it. Yeah. yeah which would be and, the and only way that you could get a, a um a result like that yeah the strangest part about that is that They've done tests where there's other paintings behind the paintings, right? Like he painted over something. Yeah. But it had the same result. Yeah. So it was like he motherfucker ran out of paper and was like, fuck it, print over it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like either people back then were so much more skilled at that craft than we can even imagine being able to be that craft, you know, being able to do something like that now. Or they had just, I know that we talked to, um, uh, Ryan before about these guys have nothing it's, it's their time that's what they're the whole yeah. job they're a masterpiece they have they're just gonna work on that for days months years you know and then they're like oh it's a masterpiece it's done but it seems like someone put a lot of effort in right. creating right. that thing uh, or I the, mean, you even you even think about like the marble sculptures like like come on those, yeah, like, like that that one with the net. The dude had a net. Yeah, he was like throwing like, a net, and it's carved out of mold. Like how the f- how is that even humanly possible? Exactly. So so you're telling me, you know what I mean? That's like one of the arguments where someone's like, "Oh, this is fake." Okay, you're telling me that this is fake, but we have people out here carving nets out of marble, right? <laughs> and there's a, a literal knot hanging off of the net that looks like a real fucking knot. They've got. Have extreme you ever, detail in their face. Have you guys bodies. ever worked or stone or try to do anything? Yeah, dude, just like a flat piece of travertine oh, floor. You try to like, you know, get it pulled up in one piece. It's fucking. You touch it with the hammer to oh, a tool, dude, and it breaks a, a million directions. One false step, and these that thing would have been yeah. it's done. There's a reason why guys that do high end tile work get paid a lot of fucking money because yeah. it's yeah. really hard to do. You have to make these delicate, intricate cuts. You know, and that's just a guy that lays tile. Like, how much is the guy doing the scroll? Yeah, that see, right look there. At that. Look at the detail, dude. Let me, zo- let me zoom in a little bit here if I can. See. It, it, you can see it pretty good right there. Yeah. How fuck. 
That's that's this is one piece of well, it's claimed to be one piece of marble that marble that someone carved. Yeah, look how it's like bunched up around his arm. Then it's like off of his body at certain points, right? Right, right. And, but it's then like behind, separated from him. But then behind the net, like look at the leg right there. You could see like the muscle tone in the leg. You know they're just I mean? sitting there working with their little uh, sandpaper, I guess, and, and their and, little file. I mean, it's fucking amazing, right? So could someone have made the skull? Sure. But Possible. when we're talking about no tool work found on it, right? Fucking how long it would have taken to polish that? And there's still, I still not answer. No one's answering the question. Right. 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 And, and there has to be a way to access that information that's inside of the courts. And I, I believe that it has been accessed, but nobody wants to fucking share what it says, right? Maybe they can't decipher what it actually says just based on the language, but I'm sure there's information in there. If it could be if it's like ancient Sumerian or if Sand there was or, some Sanskrit, or, or, you know, that story about um, it possibly coming from the Atlanteans. Well, mm -hmm. What language did they speak? Do we even know? Do we have an idea if, I mean, I believe Atlantis is real or was yeah. real and is somewhere. Yeah. Uh, do, I mean, do we even have a conceptual idea? Like, dude, there's there's a fucking documented language for Star Trek, and yeah. that's not real. So, <laughs> right? So, so real to me, damn it. So, <laughs> could it be something that uh, we don't even know what the information that is in there? Now, boy, do you have any information on the thirteen skulls, the thirteen as as Tekken as Tekken? The video no, game. No, I didn't. I didn't look up any of that because I know we we're specifically going to talk about this fucking amazing skull. But um, from what I do understand, there are thirteen. Um, I believe the location of I want to say like eight of them is known. Mm -hmm. um, and from what I understand is that if you have all thirteen together, then they're supposed to be some sort of reaction between all of them that will essentially explain everything. And obviously I don't know how you would unlock that information. I don't know how anybody would come to that conclusion, um, but they're all slightly different, um, slightly different shapes. And yeah, I got a picture here. Yeah. So, I mean, you see that, and, and like I said, the most unique thing about the Mitchell Hedges skull is the detachable jaw. The rest mm -hmm. of them don't have that, but the rest of them are carved. And I believe the one up in the right here, the bigger, the larger one in the right is the mm -hmm. one that has like, it actually has designs carved in it. And then, yeah. that, and then almost looks like there is a brain carved in the center of it. Which right. is super strange. Which how do you um, how the fuck do you do that? How exactly. do you carve something inside of it and then encase it outside? Yeah. So it's like I could carve a car out of a piece of wood, mm -hmm. right? But how do I put an engine under the hood without opening the hood? Carving an opening and making right. it, you know what I mean? Like right. So do they do it from the bottom of it and it's just it's cut out? It's not hollow. It's not hollow. Which, so which they have goes, all 13 of those? No. The, no. Some, 
Yeah, the the actual 13... well, the new the Illuminati might. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, they're maybe. they're saying that all thirteen, uh, not the the locations of all of them are not known. So maybe the last time that we had all thirteen together was actually in that like um, what would you call that the the convex part of the Death Star. Mm. So you have like twelve yeah. around the outside and thirteen in the middle, and they come mm. together and, and they blow and up stars. Fuck, fuck you, Alderaan. After that, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> the uh, the the Aztec one, the thirteen Az skulls. That mm. seems like it falls a line, like how that what they did in the Indiana Jones movie, the Crystal yeah. Skull, because they brought that one skull back, mm -hmm. and then that's when there was a reaction, like the and all the skull. alien that came came alive or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what yeah, it is. So probably I, somebody comes alive and destroys the world. Well, there was some of the speculation is that each skull it represents. And here's the weird part, right? Because you have like the thirteen bloodlines, right? Thirteen tribes, and then you have these thirteen skulls. So there's speculation that each one of these skulls belongs to one of the ancient thirteen families. And essentially, all of the information about our past and history and and everything is in each one of those. So, like, say you're the matriarch of fucking one of the 13 families. You get the skull. It has the information in it. You, they'll teach you how to interpret it. And you get the ultimate knowledge of everything, right? So... Each one is specific, right? Like if I were to give you the one from my bloodline, you wouldn't be able to read it. You know what right. I mean? So it's coded somehow. It was my belief is it's coded somehow. And each one belongs to one of these fucking 13 tribes. There's 12 uh, tribes of Israel too, which well, maybe there's 12 tribes that, like you said, can't identify what each skull has, but the 13 is like the master key. The 13th tribe was kicked out of Israel. Oh, that's right. right. So they were, they were exiled though. That when, when, like when Hitler talks about the Jews, like those are the ones he's talking about. Remember they fucking got kicked out of Israel. They went and started their own shit. And that yeah, group, because they were a bunch of fucking satanic pedophile vampires. Insane. Yeah, they were insane. So that group, was the reason World War One started? Was the reason World War Two started? Because they started infiltrating everything. Like when you hear people talk about the blood sucking Jews, like it's not the Jews that we see, right? It's not. Yeah, it's like not this, the one eating, you know, matzah. No, they're talking about the grocery store. Ancient, ancient bloodlines that have nothing to do with. You know, guys that look like Ben Stiller. Like, <laughs> it's 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 like when they talk about the Jesuits and shit. Like, this is what we're talking about, right? So, right. obviously, more than one of these families is pure evil, but this family is the most evil, mm -hmm. and they're the reason we're in the shit that we're in. They're the reason the money system works the way it is, and they're the ones in control. Everyone always forgets about them, right? Because mm -hmm we know about the 12 families and the 12 tribes of Israel. Well, the 13th got kicked the fuck out. Yeah. So who's to say that one of those skulls isn't theirs. Right. It's a, it's a very good possibility. And I, I think, you know, even when you talk about like, you know, 
when you say like, oh, you can't, you can't geobash. Like, well, it, it's such a blanket statement because there's, like you said, there's twelve tribes. There was thirteen, and one of them was kicked out. Yeah, and Jew is not just a unique word towards an ethnicity; it's also a religion. Yeah. So you can be Jewish mm-hmm. as your ethnicity and not a not religious Jew. <laughs> yeah. right? Like yeah. you're Jewish, but you're not Jewish. Like yeah. oh, I'm a Jewish, but I'm like not Jewish. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. one of the and, very unique things. And we're not Jew bashing. I'm just using that as an example because it's a reoccurring statement. And this is the tribe that is responsible for creation of banking systems and things like that right right and credit this was a tribe that invented credit way back when right even when they were doing the fucking crusades Mm -hmm. they started credit then and then and and that's how these fucking banks were getting funded so they started using credit to fund the side of the war that they wanted to win right especially with like all the way back to the templars yes the templars is when it started Mm mm-hmm so I don't know. I, like, that's my personal opinion is one of these skulls belongs to them. That's interesting, man. That is interesting. I never really, really even thought about that. I guess I was more, more or less banking on uh, Atlanteans, but all right. I didn't. I hope so. I wish, <laughs> dude. I, I honestly, but I started thinking about it. And you got the 12 families, the 13th tribe of Israel was exiled. And I'm like, fuck, man, there's 13 skulls. Because, like, they're saying, oh, well, one belonged to the Mayans, the Aztecs, the Atlanteans. There's other several other um, South American, like, not hidden cities, but sunken cities, right, of, of plenty of, of different lore and shit like that. So like, what if it, that was, like... What if that's what it meant in the Bible when it was telling the story about um, the Tower of Babel, right? When the Tower of Babel mm-hmm. fall, when when the Tower of Babel fell, and then God divided up everyone's language. Mm. Like I think a lot of times people in their head assume. I know I do assume like, okay, everyone looked like Jews, <laughs> and now they speak different Jew language, <laughs> and then they went over to the Middle East, right? Yeah. But what if it's like one tribe is of the original Israelites mm-hmm. is Aztec. What yeah. if one tribe is the Atlanteans? What if one tribe is the, you know, um, if, dude, that would be awesome. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what if that's what it was? That would be incredible. Because for sure, I stand by this. I've done the research. It's going to sound a little bit harsh, but I'm going to say it as soft as I can. <laughs> the uh, quote unquote, Jews that are in Israel right now are not the true Israelites. Hmm. I hate to break it to everybody. Well, what? I, I, honestly, I'm not sure how anybody could Shut say. Shut the fuck no, up, Brian. No. You know what I mean? Because Chris dude, we've did been, just now. <laughs> we've, we've been crossing borders for a very long time. And I doubt there was one group of people who were like, nah, we're just going to fucking dig in right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because they definitely aren't white. Well, it's funny because they'll be like, well, Native Americans, like some of them came, they crossed the the strait and from, from Antarctica and the North Pole and then fucking, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, so these motherfuckers can walk, but nobody here did? <laughs> Moses walked through the desert for fucking how long? You're telling, years. Me, you're telling years. me this guy Four didn't zero. walk a mile? He didn't <sighs> decide like, you know what? I want a scene change. You know what I mean? So I think it's kind of ignorant for them to say, no, we never left. <laughs> well, and then you, uh, if you guys remember back to when we had um, Matt Hughes uh, on the show, Matt Hughes, 
uh, right before he retired. Yeah. <laughs> talking about was this before he got hit by a train or Jesus. <laughs> God damn it. God bless you, man. He's, um, Gosh darn it! What was his name? Fuck! He's the one that did the the Holocaust revision episode yeah. on a rock. Yeah, band. his it's, last name was Hughes. I'm pretty I sure it was remember. Hughes. It's Corey Hughes. It's Corey, Corey Hughes. Hughes. Corey yeah. Hughes. Uh, he said that the the president of Turkey is quoted saying, "Why do you not um, recognize Israel as a state?" He said, "Because the Israelites left black and came back white." Boom. And now that's not just him saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's fascinating documentaries out there that have talked about this. And one, I think, actually, the 13th tribe that was kicked out mm-hmm. are the ones that are there now. Mm. That's what I think, which is why they're constantly being bombarded and attacked. Right. And and all these different things that are yeah. going on. Well, with dude, it. was it a year, maybe a year, maybe two years ago, they found um, pillars that were described in the Bible from the temple of david yeah you were tripping on that dude i remember dude because they're like nope 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 and then it's like oh that's what happened you motherfuckers knocked down the fucking temple and you buried it and then you lied and said that it fucking got demolished because you knew that if somebody found out the temple of david was there then your whole story goes to shit right so there's all kinds of stories about the catacombs underneath Israel, what they really hold. National Geographic was going to do this big old spread on it. Then COVID happened mm. and they fucking pulled out. Right. So all these pillar capstones that they were finding in the exact location where the Bible said the Temple of David was. And then they're like, got to halt it. Worldwide pandemic. Sorry. Sorry. Itchy throat, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what's, that's what's interesting is because I remember watching a documentary about um, something very similar that um, this dude on an expedition found um, Ark of the Covenant. <coughs> yes. Where they said it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and then they have because the way it works, I know um, Grant Hancock was talking about this. Um, on the Joe Rogan show when he went to go do all these expeditions about mm-hmm. like the, the pyramids and Sphinx and stuff like that in Egypt, that depending on the location that you go to, you have to get permission yeah. to excavate certain areas. And depending on who like the, uh, it's not like the chancellor, but whoever the president of that group is at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like whoever the, the president of the DMV is, right? <laughs> you know, right. Allows you to do certain things. And it's there, like you can find something. It's up to them whether or not they'll allow you to even reveal that to the public. Yeah, yeah. So supposedly, could, yeah. If you say, "Oh, I found something," what is it? Well, we think it might be this. Oh, shut it down. Right. Exactly. So apparently, yeah. they found the Ark of the Covenant, and they had to turn it over to the government. And then there was no, there was nothing after that. Hmm. And I, like, listen, I've, uh, you know, I know about the stories of the Ark of the Covenant. If I found it. I'm not touching it. I'm not going near it. I'm probably not going to tell anybody about it. Mm. I'm going to I'm going to moonwalk my ass out of that fucking cave and yeah. never the twain shall twack or whatever <laughs> that old saying, saying is. is. Yeah, you know, if you're not going to get close to it or touch it or open it up, why the fuck are you looking for it? It's, that's a good that's a good it's a good I, question. It's a good question. However, if I found that I know the stories that, like, if you touch it, you fucking die. Yeah, you saw the guy melt in Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah well, he's a Nazi, so <laughs> fuck that guy. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if 
what if uh, I found it, but it, it was already opened, but it had Would dirt like, covering it. And then I was like, I'm like brushing away the dirt and it's like cracked open. And then like, boom, comes out and I'm like, fuck, shield your eyes. Yeah. But you remember Daniel Mercury had a very, very different take on the Ark of the Covenant, right? About how it basically produced whatever you needed at the time. Oh, yeah. I was talking about man. Yeah. Yeah. Which was kind of kind of interesting. I had never heard it put that way. Very interesting. Yeah. And it was a good take because manufacture me a retirement so I can quit, (laughs) man. Right. Yeah. Manufacture me a winning lotto ticket. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um. I don't know. Okay, so let's get off the fence. I mean, you, we can sit here and talk about how magnificent this skull is all the time, but I guess it's Ew. to the point to where. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like coming? Like, oh, coming. coming like, ah. um. <laughs> well, here, here, let's. Okay, so let's let's do let's do it like this. First question is: Do you believe this to just be an ancient artifact or an ancient religious artifact? Religion being, it could be whatever the Mayans were into, the Aztec, right. whatever. Uh, Chris, you go first. Uh, it is an ancient artifact that is not from this world. Oh, okay. now expand on that, Chris. Not from other, this world uh, is in otherworldly. Somebody created it that has divine powers. Okay, mm, that was okay. another dimension. So, yeah, maybe. I don't know. From beyond the ice wall, maybe? No, just from uh, the, the great beyond, the, what, what we don't know. Uh, the upside down? Create, through, I think it was created by the creator of all things for a purpose. Mm. I think that, uh, like Boy was talking about with the 13 tribes, I think it was passed or the given to the lineage of the 13 tribes, and there's a purpose for them, and we just don't know it. And if they do know it, whoever has them or the... Brian's famous for saying Illuminati has them and they know they figured it out. Um, they're going to keep it from us for as long as they can because yeah, like, it, it takes us away. We can't tell nobody nothing. <laughs> the skeptic in me says, uh, probably bullshit on how they found it. Um, bullshit on um, them pointing the finger saying it's fake. They're it's just diversion yeah, from, from what it really is. Because here's another thing like you said, bullshit on how they found it. What if? They were looking for it, and they did come across some sort of divine spirit or whatever that was like, hey, check this shit out. The world needs to see this. Who's going to believe them going, hey, something holy, otherworldly came to me and told me where this skull was? Yeah. Because if that happened, I'd be like, just tell them you found it on an altar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Because nobody's going to believe you, and they're going to put you in a hospital for the rest of your life. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> that would make sense. So that would make sense why her story's like, fuck, I don't know. The Holy Ghost just pointed it out, okay? <laughs> like, Yeah, I don't know. It was in the corner of some cobwebs somewhere. I don't yeah. know. Fuck, man. Just get off my back about it. Because now you got to keep up with this bullshit lie. That's, mm-hmm. that's why I think you might be onto something there. Like, if she did lie about it and, and she was shown where it was, she's not going to be able to keep up with that lie forever. The lie, right. if you if you're lying about something, the light always changes, right? Yeah. So, um, I would have to say that it is an ancient relic uh, of some sort, and I I believe that it was used by who I don't know, but for what I think it was used for a communication purposes, 
for possibly if we're going with boy, I like the the thirteen tribes thing. I don't like that one. Well, I mean, <laughs> I use that term loosely, I guess. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I don't, I don't like, I don't like the like the idea is disturbing to me. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's it's disturbing that there's probably an entire world right underneath my apartment building right now. It, True, you know, had like free energy and shit um <laughs> i think it was used as a communication device between okay let's not call it 13 tribes all the different civilizations that you know if the aztecs um were walking the earth at the same time as these other tribes mm -hmm. that had a completely different culture completely different language but they knew they existed and they had some type of um divine go with chris's technology Mm -hmm. we can communicate with them, but it has to be through this. Okay. I like that. Especially when you look at carvings on Mayan pyramids, Aztec pyramids, um, pyramids in the middle of the fucking desert in Iraq, pyramids in Egypt, they all have similar things, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you start to hear about ancient stories of people flying from area to area on chariots of fire, teaching people written language and math and mm -hmm. you know what i mean so yeah that's a good one i like that very interesting boy what do you think um i think it is most definitely um an artifact i don't think it's based in religion i do think it was created underwater so mm. it would definitely be like i would really hope that it's the 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 atlanteans um but we also have to remember at this time that this was, if we're thinking like the time period when this was made, then there was water all over the earth, right? So it could literally be anywhere that it was made. Um, and, uh, but I, 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 I don't know. I won't, I won't say it was used for communication purposes. I definitely think it was used to accumulate and store knowledge um maybe it was some sort of like just keeping a record right like hey uh some sort of like digital journal almost right by whoever was here spreading knowledge so this one's for you um we've made like a yearbook out of it right you can see where you guys decided to play kickball with human heads and then we developed uh, <laughs> language and then we showed you what a wheel is like now right. you can make tortillas, you know, so <laughs> and it was like obviously probably way more complex than that. But I think that it was stored information for each civilization. Right. And I really hope that it's not the whole 13 tribes thing that I said earlier. I'll probably let's Let's end with this. This this has nothing to do with the crystal skull, but uh, I remember running across a clip, and I'll kind of tie it in. Joe Rogan was talking to uh, one of his guests on the show about how Ari Shafir was telling the story about when he smoked salvia mm -hmm. back when it was legal still, mm -hmm. um, which I was under the impression that like salvia was uh, an offshoot of marijuana, but it's not. No. I guess it's like on the sage. It's like on yeah. the sage category. Uh, it's one of the most powerful hallucinogenics. Yeah, out and there. It, it's very short. It doesn't last. So very it's like long. ten minutes. Yeah. So Joe Rogan's telling the story of when Ari Shafir was telling his story about when he smoked salvia. He's only high for like ten minutes. Mm 
And he said when he got back, he told this story about he lived like a completely different life for three months. Oh, shit. Worked jobs, uh, different met people, had relationships. But the world that he was in was like underwater. What the fuck? Like an Atlantean kind of world, like yeah. or, or um, where the Gungans live. Like yeah. That type yeah. of thing. Well, his guest goes, well, shit, dude, like after a trip like that, then you have to ask yourself. Is that the real reality or is the one that we're in the real reality? Mm. And then I was like, God, that's terrifying to think about. Well, Fuck. now let's go back to boys. What you're saying about what if this skull was made underwater? That's how mm -hmm. you would get this zero gravity. Weightlessness. Yeah, let's let's not call it gravity. Let's just call it weightlessness. Weightlessness yeah. of how it was sculpted <laughs> on a perfect <laughs> axis. Ah, the skull's killing me. <laughs> what if? Oh, shit. Sorry. What if things like the Crystal Skull, um, psychedelics, mm -hmm. uh, are the, or even um, leftovers from the Mandela effect? Like, what if these are um, residue? Yeah, like a, like a bleed through. Okay. So, like, um, Stranger Things, right? Oh, fuck. The upside down. Yeah, it's a complete. It's the exact same place, just you know, but upside it, down. And it is technically a reality, right? It is a reality. Yeah, so it's just a different reality. So, what if these are just like relics? These are these are leftovers. These are bleedovers from this other dimension where people <sighs> used to live. So, like butterfly effect, right? Mm-hmm how he keeps changing like through timelines, but he still remembers everything from previous. Yeah. Oh, that's really fucked up, dude. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> what do you dude, think, Chris? I, man, that's fucked I up. could buy off on the, the bleed over and being an artifact from another upside. You should be taking it harder, though. No. You seem okay with it. I, and dude, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Chris is like, they're onto us. They're onto us. Yeah, the pigeons are coming. <laughs> A bunch of pigeons flying. Um, I think I I don't know. That's the, there's that's this wild. my my mind when it comes to things like this when it it's expanding with this kind of knowledge that we're gaining on this little um, journey that we've been taking. Um, I'm I find it more and more open my mind mm -hmm. to hearing things out. Because there's so much of this world that we just cannot explain. Yeah. Like we just, and at this point you think in the, the age of knowledge and having all the answers at a fingertip away or a search on a phone that we'd be able to solve these riddles. Yeah. They should be with a technology that they have now to be able to look at that skull and figure it the fuck out. Yeah. So what that tells me is they're keeping the knowledge from us because it would open up something else that they're not ready for us to, to see and learn. Mm, and, or, or they don't want us to see and learn. Correct. So mm -hmm. to think that, yeah, maybe this, there's a, a dimension that got opened up and someone came through and just said, here, let these fuckers see this and, and try to see if they piece it together so that they can come through. Mm -hmm. And when they're ready... And we can figure it the fuck out. I don't know. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, there are a lot of people who have that same experience uh, Ari Shafir had. My dad constantly has a reoccurring dream of him in front of like a great army in Egypt standing on a pyramid like next to pharaohs while they're like commanding this army. Damn, was he's your dad just, a pharaoh? Dude, no, 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 no like not that. that he was a pharaoh, but he's like standing with them while they're like commanding this army. Do you guys have vivid dreams like that? Have you guys nothing like that? And he he says he has it all the time. Like, I don't remember the last time I had a dream, honestly. So, like I've had I've had some pretty vivid dreams. Nothing that would like, nothing like historical like that though. But it, I mean, it could be when you watch that video, Brian. It'll it, once you wrap that up, it kind of explains like why. So essentially. You know, we have we have these bodies, these vessels that we're in. Then we die, and our spirit goes to the moon, and then the moon basically says, "You have to, you have to tell us that you were born in sin, and once you you admit to that and accept it, then we will basically reincarnate you, and you get to play the game all over again." Well, once you accept that, it essentially you go through the moon to be recycled back in. And play the game again, it wipes your memory clean. But eventually, time after time, there are people who start to have that bleed through and start to remember things from their past life. You might have a reoccurring dream that you had three daughters instead of boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you're like, fuck, was what is that from? Is that just me like wanting no boys or wanting three daughters and a boy? Or you know what I mean? Yeah. So things like that. People, time and time again, start to wonder, like, hmm, and we're catching on. So then every 80 years, there's a great flood, and they reset everything so everyone can forget again, and then you start all over. It's a really fucked up video. It's very short, but it ruined my whole day. <laughs> Do you guys see the movie The Eternals? Yes. And how the eventually the people go crazy because mm -hmm. they've lived so many exactly, different lives exactly do you think they just drop this knowledge out there just be like hey guys maybe, dude there maybe. it is it's in front of you we're not lying we told you well you've probably encountered people working who are like i'm the fucking queen of england you can't arrest me you know what i mean i had someone yelling at me the other day <laughs> That they were the queen of england no he was yelling some other stuff i can't say it on the show so i'll tell you guys off here so mm. just like when you know encountering stuff and i know we've talked about this on the show before that maybe these people aren't mentally ill they're just struggling with the fact that i'm sure a lot of them are mentally ill but some of them are, are who are adamant about this stuff are are probably experiencing some sort of bleed over from past lives or experiences that they've had at different times so yeah. it's possible man i i'll say this before we we end the show tonight um I only, and I think, boy, I told you about this very recently. The only, like, I don't remember having, I know they say that you dream every night. I just don't remember having dreams yeah. very often. But there was one very vivid one where, and I'll say this to Chris, like, I, I woke up and I thought I killed somebody. Oh, it shit. was so real. It was so vivid the point where i came into the office where in the office desk over there i have i have a pair of um uh brass knuckles right mm -hmm. <clears throat> and i had to check 
to make sure for that display there wasn't, purposes only. That's it. It's a paperweight uh, to make sure that there wasn't blood on it because it was that real. Like I woke up, like my heart was pounding. I was like sweating. I came in the office and I was like, if there's blood in this, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Cause I thought I literally beat someone to death with it. You did it in the multiverse. Dude, a different version of you. You've seen the movie, the one with Jet Li, right? Where he hunts down all of, all of his other fuck dude. You're the one's coming for your one is coming for you, dude. You don't want none, dude. You don't, you don't want none. I don't want none of me. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. You saw what I did to myself, right? You know, that's going to be the championship match on our fucking hooligan in-house dude. Big country versus Brian. (laughs) Oh, I'm just like a different color. (laughs) <laughs> just slightly like no beard no beard <laughs> yeah, yeah, no beard no glasses yeah um, it's like when you pick the same character to fight against in mortal Kombat. they just have yeah. a different color outfit yeah they just change their clothes <laughs> <laughs> you're not fooling anybody sindel i know it's you <laughs> all right guys uh anything else Mad? Uh, that's a wrap sorry Wrapping we up. ruined your day guys so yeah Stay thanks good. bud i was on a good one and now not so much got some shit to think about you can drive home with the radio off yeah <laughs> right don't listen to that uh was that song from uh stranger things on me. oh or that one or <laughs> yeah, um, yeah what's it do it? with god and run up the hill yeah yeah oh god i know which chris dance to that at prom <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, that 84, I think that song Fuck came out. Fuck you. <laughs> Chris, when did you graduate? 98. That was a good year. That's when things were year. still normal. Yeah, things are still the normal. good old days. All right, Hilligans, man. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. The mystery, the wow, the mystery of the, the skull of the crystal skull. <laughs> Ooh, it's weird, you guys. I should have had like a like a, um, a saw. <laughs> so when I shake the saw. <laughs> yeah, the mystery of the crystal skull. <laughs> Welcome to our show, guys. <laughs> Everyone, we just lost about 5,000 listeners. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, man. if you ever meet an adult that talks like that, run. <laughs> I have something to show to you in my yeah. special womb. Man, I had the weirdest dream last night. <laughs> yeah, I thought I killed somebody <laughs> with my brass knuckles. Okay, the weird thing is, is my brass knuckles were missing. <laughs> oh no <laughs> wow that is it for this episode of whiskey beer and conspiracy podcast the mitchell hedges crystal skull i've been big country i'm boy and i'm chris we'll see you guys on the next one take care